Welcome everyone to Exploring Optimal Health with Gregory Van Den Bolt. This is the podcast where I'm taking you on a journey towards exploring optimal health and biohacking. Why exploring? Because it means we're on a path towards constantly seeking ways to improve our well-being, while staying curious and having an open mind. If you're eager to discovering how to live an optimal and meaningful life, this is the podcast you've been looking for. Today, I'm with Wade Lightheart, three times bodybuilding champion, co-founder of Bioptimizers, and an overall expert in the field of health optimization. Uh, Wade, thank you so much for being on the show today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. I kind of wanted to give a, a little context why I reached out to you and why I wanted to have this chat. Because a while ago, I started using your supplements from Bioptimizers, right? both the mass zymes and, uh, and the magnesium breakthrough. And I felt such a change in the way that my body was working that I thought it was very valuable to share with other people because I definitely think that your story, story is valuable for, for the audience. So I can give an example. I started taking mass zymes. I never had issues with, with bloating or gut issues. But after taking mass zymes, I felt such a calm in, in, my, in my gut that I thought this, this is something that other people have to know as well. So um, would you mind sharing with the audience or for the ones that don't know yet how your journey towards like health optimizing kind of, kind of started? Sure. So um, I grew up in rural Canada and um, just did kind of the normal things, played sports and everything as a kid. But 15, when I was 15, my parents moved from the little village we had to like a no village. It was like five miles into the woods up a mountain. Um, our nearest neighbor was like literally five miles away. So um, it was very rural settings. And so I was isolated from my friends and a lot of the activities I had been used to doing. At the same time, my sister, who was four years my senior, was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease, which is a form of cancer of the lymph nodes. And I watched her go through the medical model for four years before she died at the age of 22. And then, um, but before that happened, when she just about around the time she got sick and the time we moved there, she gave me a bodybuilding magazine, which had Troy Zuclato, Mr. California on the cover, two pretty girls and he had all these muscles and these pretty girls. And I was like, wow, man, it seems so far away. He was in California training at Gold's Gym and it was Venice Beach. And so I decided that I would, that was going to be my thing. I thought if I could be healthy, like I thought that looked like health. And there was some naivety there, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I built a gym in my barn and I would train every day. And I read Arnold Schwarzenegger books. And in his book, uh, Education of a Bodybuilder, he says that you can achieve anything you want it with hard work, self-discipline and a positive attitude. Now, at the time, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the most famous bodybuilder in the world. He was in the movies. He was married to the Kennedys. He had won all these Mr. Universes and Mr. Olympias. And, you know, he was everything that you could hope to be, you know. So I thought, that's a good idea. So I started lifting weights. And, you know, sometimes I'd go there and freeze my hands to the bar. Sometimes it'd be 30, 40 below zero. It didn't matter. And everybody thought I was crazy. But I said, you know, one day I'm going to, I'm going to live in Venice Beach, California. And I'm going to train at Gold's Gym. I'm going to win these competitions and compete at the Mr. Universe. And I'm going to have a nutritional supplement company that's going to sell products all around the world. That was my dream. So from there, I went to university 
exercise and studied exercise physiology at the University of New Brunswick, which gave me a background in science, but I felt it very incomplete at the university level. It was a lot of compartmentalized aspects, but they didn't know how to actually turn this into some sort of performance model. Uh, from there, I began to work in virtually every aspect of the industry. You know, I worked in nutritional shops. I worked in uh, gyms. I worked in warehouses that did nutritional supplementation uh, while also entering into competitions. And I had no, I had terrible genetics for the sport, but I didn't know any better. And then after 10 years, I won my first competition and that gave me some traction. Uh, I then was able to get a supplement contract uh, the next year. I uh, went to my first national championship. And, and, and when I got that, I realized that the, 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 the root of bodybuilding was primarily focused on drugs. You had to take all these drugs in order to be successful. And at that time, we were going from Dorian Yates to Ron Coleman. I was like, you know, I don't want to kill myself. I'm going to just really go into the health industry, what I got into. So I opened up my shop in Vancouver, Canada, on the other side of the country and started training the who's who and running my nutritional shop. And then a few years later, um, what happened is the the they started doing natural bodybuilding competitions, drug tested shows. And so I thought, well, that'd be really fun. I could kind of still be able to pursue my sport. You know, it won't look like the guys in, in, in the Olympia or things like that, but it's we can be healthy and strong and fit. And the positive aspects of bodybuilding. And so that's what I did. And uh, it turned out I ended up winning um, a bunch of competitions and got to represent my country at the Mr. Universe in 2003. Now, the odd part was I was also had got into meditation a few years before, uh, spent some time living in an ashram, considered being a monk for a while. And wow. I decided I would go about these competitions on a plant-based diet. But we didn't know anything about plant-based diets. And it was a lacto-ovo diet. We just used whey protein as a, as a, so as a lacto. So it was a not a complete vegan diet or vegetarian. It was like, okay, how do we do this? And so when I went to the Mr. Universe, that was my primary source of protein. There were no plant proteins back then. Well, after the contest, I gained 42 pounds of fat and water in 11 weeks after the show. Well, we went from Mr. Universe to Mr. Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> and... This was devastating. You know, I had the best coach that you could get. You know, he was one of the top coaches in the world. I had Spartan discipline. I had 16 years in this industry. But, you know, I had a big following of people following. And I was like, God, how did this go wrong? And I met a doctor by the name of Michael O'Brien who changed my life. He was in his late 70s. And he was the most vibrant, healthy person I ever met in my life. The guy just radiate health and vitality. And he told us a story how he overcame cirrhosis of the liver, colon cancer, how he was able to help Bernard Jensen overcome uh, cancer that had metastasized to the bones. And he did it using his methodologies, which involved repairing the digestive health system using enzymes and probiotics and uh, minerals and amino acids. I was like, this is, this is radical stuff. And the proof was in the pudding. He was such a vibrant information. I was like, yeah. it, he, he's saying a lot of things that's counter to common knowledge, but I can't deny the result. And I looked up Bernard Jensen's book 
Come Alive, which was the last book. And sure enough, the book's dedicated to this doctor. And he talks about how he, so I'm like, look, this guy's legit. And there was all these people that were there that had experienced these radical changes. So Matt, my business partner and I, we both decided that we would follow his program. Now, at that time, it was about 1500 bucks a month in nutritional supplements, which was just crazy. But we thought, well, we're, we're passionate about this industry. We're going to do it. So we did it. Uh, in six months' time, not only did I lose all the inflammation and the weight and all that sort of stuff when I and got my physique back, I, I felt very vital. I felt super healthy. My brain was sharper. Like, my skin was clear and good. Like, everything was just radically different. I was like, this is a breakthrough. Matt and I started our company back then. Uh, it was called Freaky Big Naturally. So, so my goal was to cater to bodybuilders. Um, who were trying to be healthy in their pursuit as opposed to unhealthy. And we had a big following. Uh, we decided that we would build our first enzyme product specific to assist in pro proteolytic action, the ability to break down proteins into amino acids, which can improve recovery. And we did so. And over the next four years, um, we coached about 15,000 people and got a lot of anecdotal or what some people would call clinical-based data of how we could improve performance by optimizing digestion. And um, after that, I went back to the world championships again on a completely uh, raw food diet, if you can imagine, and uh, placed fifth in the world, which was really good for a guy with my genetics at the Natural Olympia in, in Thessaloniki, Greece. And at that point, I was like, okay, we figured this out. We, like, I'm, I'm very clear with the data, the information, what we're doing, that we can apply it under the most extreme set of circumstances possible. Raw food diet, no drugs, no chemicals, in a bodybuilding condition. That's as extreme. Its applications can go up to the world. I had a holistic health clinic in Vancouver that I was running, and we started applying it to the general population and began writing books. And eventually, our company changed over to Bioptimizers, where we help people go from sick to superhuman. And we've been going ever since. And then recently, recently, uh, I was getting ready for my 50th birthday and uh, just to be in top condition. And it turns out a few weeks later, there was a contest down the street uh, called the Ironman International, which was mm -hmm. now a natural competition, which is, um, this was the dream when you were, became a pro uh, way back in the 90s your first show would go to the Ironman International to see if you would qualify. <laughs> but now it's been bought out by the Natural Federation. So mm -hmm. I went in that show and I won the Open Men's and I won the Grand Masters. And so now I'm literally seven weeks away from wow. the natural Mr. Olympia at 50 years old. So this stuff is applicable both in short-term for performance, mm -hmm. but also from long-term from a holistic, healthy model. So I feel that's the whole 35 years of that. Yeah. Course, right? I so... Definitely a fascinating story, and uh, there's kind of two topics that I want to to touch upon. The first one is I kind of want to give the audience a magnesium masterclass, so to say. But the second one, gut health enzymes, is is an is a nice bridge to to what you said uh, before in your story. Because if I'm not wrong, you also did it on 85 grams protein uh, compared to other bodybuilders that had like 250 or even 300 grams. If I'm not exaggerating, so Maybe you can elaborate on what exactly an enzyme is and then also dive into the, the specifics, so the amylase, lipase, and, and protease kind yeah. of a story. I think that's very uh, insightful. 
Yeah. So, you know, as a classically trained nutritionist, I've read, I don't know how many books on nutrition. So it's a lot. Okay. From textbooks to other authors to everything else. And at best, they'll have a couple paragraphs on enzymes and that's it. The ironic thing is, is your body produces over 25,000 different enzymes and mm. every biochemical reaction inside your body requires an enzyme. And I learned this from Dr. O'Brien. Um, and there was a precursor to Dr. O'Brien by a guy named Dr. Edward Howell, who wrote food enzymes for health and longevity, as well as an enzyme nutrition. And they were great reference books, particularly what happens on enzymatic deficiency over long, over gener over generations of animals and stuff is very fascinating. So I got into this whole story. And one of the things that most people are really good at in the bodybuilding world or in the fitness world is that they're able to talk about their macros to achieve a certain cosmetic outcome or a desirable weight or conditioning level. But I recognized, well, wait a second. There's some assumptions built in there. It, it's assuming that if I eat 100 grams of protein, I'm going to get 100 grams of amino acids. Mm -hmm. So your body doesn't need the protein. It needs the amino acids that gets converted into to rebuild the tissues, to rebuild the organs, whatever it happens to be. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, that's assuming that you're converting all that. But we know that if you take a cross-section of the population, people's digestive health, maybe compromise the quality, but there's all these different things that could impact that. And I was like, well, it's, well, it's not a complete conversion. So in 2003, I was eating 250 grams of protein a day, mm -hmm. most of which was lying sludge in my intestinal tract, not actually crossing into the intestines ring. And that's why it got me sick. So then I went, well, how much protein do you actually need in order to build this. And so what I realized is the conversion factor is for protease, protein, it's protease. For carbohydrates, it's amylase. For fats, it's lipase. And for plant matter, it's cellulase. Now there are various derivatives of all sorts of digestive enzymes that we're going. Now enzymes, the people go, well, why would you supplement with enzymes if your body makes them? Well, two things. One, every living organism in the world has enzymes. It's the difference between the living and the dead. Second, all species on the planet eats its food in a raw state where it will consume all of the enzymes of that organism. So if it's a bear eating a fish or a bear eating a blueberry or a tiger eating a zebra or a cow eating grass, they're eating live. So not only do they get the macros, and the micros, but they also get the enzymes and probiotics that are present within that food. These assist in the digestive process. But humans, we cook all our food, which destroys all the enzymes. We sterilize our food. We call it pasteurization. We cook it, we color it. We, we do everything to strip the enzymes out, which has detrimental effects because it puts an extra enzymatic load on our body. This enzymatic load, according to Howell's research in food enzymes for health and longevity has long-term consequences. In other words, in his research with, with cats, rats, dogs, rabbits, animals of every kind, by the third generation of enzymatic deficiency, in other words, eating a all-cooked diet, 
the species had three distinct features. One, they started to elicit strange social behavior. Two, they lost the ability to procreate. And three, they started to experience massive amounts of genetic mutations or genetic mutations. Mm. And he predicted back in the you know mid of, mid of the 19th last century that the same thing would happen to humans with the modernization of the food supply. And sure enough, you see uh, sterility is really high, birth clinics are really high, strange sociological behavior, inability to procreate, and, and a host of genetic-based diseases. So it would indicate that. And so we set about wanting to live long and live strong, that we're going to create the most potent set of enzymatic process, uh, products, which correlate with the type of diets that someone finds right for their genetics. Mm. So masszymes became the most all-encompassing, most potent enzyme on the market today. It still is. And I, our research facility in Birch, at Birch International University in Croatia has indicated that that's actually provable, releasing okay. that data. So we, we've got a university um, in Croatia that's talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I've been using it for 20 years. It's one of my secret formulas for living long and living strong and repairing tissue. And what it is, is I now, if I eat um, 85 grams of the protein, my conversion rate is so efficient that I'm actually probably getting more amino acids delivered to my body than someone eating 200, 250, 300 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I heard you saying before that Obviously, we, we there's this notion of you are what you eat, right? But what you're saying uh, is you are what you digest. What you digest, absorb, and utilize. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that just that, that absolutely uh, that that resonates a lot because it's about the that, how how the en enzymes can convert those proteins in in the body. Um, maybe you can also talk to contemporary problems so to say why we don't get enough enzymes right now in in our modern day diet well largely because we cook all our food we preserve all our food we pasteurize our food and that strips all the enzymes out of it mm -hmm. which puts a massive pressure on our liver um and also on subsequent organs so oftentimes people who have a lipase issue have issues with their gallbladder um people who have blood sugar issues you know often have uh, issues with their pancreas and if you compare the pancreas of humans next to the pancreas of other species relative to the weight our pancreas is four and a half times the size of other species because we're we're eating so many refined carbohydrates and of course downstream when we can't manage that properly we start to have diabetic issues and then lipase the inability to break down certain fats leads to uh fatty liver, fatty blood. And then of course, amino acids um, often are, those are enzymatically broken down oftentimes in the liver itself. And interesting enough, we'll see people have problems with mood disorders, brain regulation, because all our neurotransmitters are produced there. And so these downstream things uh, aren't considered, they're, they're not looking at the root cause, they're treating the symptoms. And so our idea is to go back to the root and, and, and address those issues. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, there's also this this video on the internet, right? Uh, I think it's on your website where a capsule of, of mass zymes is mixed with a bowl of oatmeal, and you see how the oatmeal kind of becomes liquid. You yes, see, I, I absolutely love that video because you see, you literally see within two minutes how the oatmeal just changes, and it gives you such it gives you such a clear uh, idea of also what's happening within your body and how the enzymes can help digest the food. I, uh, I, I absolutely love that video. Uh, I will also put it in the show notes for the audience so, so they can watch it together with the, with the books you, uh, you previously mentioned. Um, I kind of want to make the bridge to, uh, to the magnesium subject because I have magnesium breakthrough right here. Took it yesterday again. I, I had three hours of deep sleep. Uh, I measure it with my aura ring, like uh, my scores are through the roof. And it's a very complex formula. There is uh, different forms of uh, magnesium with high bioavailability, like uh, bisglycinate, aspartate, malate, tarate, citrate. Um, yes, magnesium masterclass 101. Like, can you maybe uh, talk to why magnesium is so essential? And then maybe we can pick a couple of those uh, magnesium types, what they do in the body, and why you also chose to to mix them up in one perfect magnesium supplement, so to say. Yeah, so um, magnesium is involved in over 300 processes inside the body. It is also the control aspect for uh, calcium. Calcium and magnesium operate in a two-to-one ratio. And most of the diets around the world are very high in calcium and very low in magnesium. And that sets up an imbalance. Because magnesium is involved in all these things, particularly nervous system regulation, the relaxation of muscle tissue, um, the firing of your uh, your heart is, is involved with magnesium, um, how you mitigate uh, alkalinity in the blood, and a variety of other uh, precursors to uh, your neurotransmitters in your brain. I mean, it's, it's, it's wild what magnesium does. And we're so deficient. There's an interesting, other interesting correlation. There's evidence to support that being exposed to high levels of electromagnetic pollution, EMFs, et cetera, that our bodies requirements for magnesium actually increase mm, interesting so we have a two pressures in the modern world that are on us one not enough magnesium in our diet two an increased requirement for magnesium thanks to technological advancement in the world so uh, also i would say that the use of things like um, caffeine or stimulants uh, can also increase the requirements for magnesium inside the body because those can strip away those minerals as your body buffers it. And so what happened is a number of years ago, I was running three companies, traveling the world, and it was under extremely stressful circumstances, and I got burned out. And I did a test, um, two tests, one a spectra cell. And I, for those who want to measure their vitamins and minerals, as well as their ability to absorb and utilize them, um, the spectra cell is great, it uses a blood test but they spin your blood and they can actually get a much better indication than typical tests your doctor will. Spectre cell, spectre cell. Spectre cell, yeah, spectre okay. cell. 
And uh, that test is awesome. And so what I've determined when I did my test, that was very deficient in magnesium. And when I tested my uh, brain on a neurofeedback machine, the electrical activity in my brain is, was, was that of a senior citizen. And it felt like it. And I was like, man, we got to do this. So I started to, Matt and I started to research all the different types of magnesium. And the reason we did, we had attended a Charles Poliquin seminar a number of years ago. And what had happened is he had suggested one of his secrets for Olympic athletes is that they're under extreme levels of stress from training. The performance requirements of the training is really, really high. And he used to use four different types of magnesium to offset the stress from their training load. And he suggested that the literature said that different types of magnesium were absorbed by different parts of the body, some in the brain, some by your, uh, were used by your nervous system, some by your internal organs, some by your heart. So I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So we bought every magnesium we could and we started testing them. Uh, what, where we get, where we break the GI barrier. So we just keep increasing the doses till we get the runs and then we do the next one and then we do the next one we, on a day-to-day -day basis. And then we started using them in combinations. And uh, after a bunch of trial and error, uh, we were able to figure out what the best formulation would be in order to get maximum absorbability and maximum effectiveness while using a broad spectrum of these different magnesiums. And it was great. We, we got this awesome result for ourselves. I recovered quickly from all my stuff. I made a couple of lifestyle changes and boom, I felt great again. That felt awesome. And so we started uh, sharing this with the world. We used the cofactor agents in order to increase absorption, humic and fulvic acid, manganese, B6, these type of things, because they will, we're always really trying to figure out, it's not just what you take, it's how you get it into the body that counts. Mm -hmm. And so that was the historical aspect of how Magnesium Breakthrough came and became one of the best-selling products in Bioptimizer history. Yeah, and I understand why, because uh, the effectiveness is, uh, is huge. Um, can you maybe uh, shed some light on, for instance, why you chose uh, magnesium bisglycinate uh, in, par in particular? Because I think that's, a, that's yeah. an interesting form of magnesia, magnesium. Uh, well, it's interesting. Um, if you look at the research, which indicates high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, um, bone mineral density, migraine headaches, and the production of serotonin, there are studies indicating that magnesium bisglycinate can assist in all of those areas, which are major suffering points of a large part of the population. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to include that. It's one of my favorites um, inside the formula, because if you look at what's, what's the risks that people face, heart disease kills most people, cancer, then diabetes, and then medical air from usually treating some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you can start addressing things to, to get people's blood pressure down and, um, and then also uh, improve their quality of life, their mental state, then I think you've done a great job. Yeah, definitely. And may maybe to pick, pick one, more, uh, one more magnesium form, maybe a citrate, because it's uh, often used in, uh, by many people as well. Can maybe highlight what that particular magnesium form uh, is yeah. good for? Well, citrate is really good for uh, getting waste out of the intestines, particularly by drying water. 
When I was measuring people's hydration levels using an interstitial water scan, what we commonly found was that people were chronically dehydrated mm-hmm. and dehydration leads to impact, the buildup of mucoid plaque inside the intestinal tract and can cause all sorts of problems. So citrate, and you should only use a little bit of it because the body, if you take too much citrate, you, you get the runs really well, badly, but it does assist in bringing a little bit of water uh, into the intestines. So you just need just the, the right amount of it. Too much is too much, not enough. Uh, you don't get enough hydration in the intestine. So you will just the right amount and figure that out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's, there's many, uh, magnesium supplements on the market that have magnesium oxide, right? So for the audience, if you're looking for a magnesium supplement, really pay attention to what you're putting in your body and make sure there, there, there's no magnesium oxide there. And there's these forms of magnesium with higher bioavailability like bisglycinate, like citrate that, that you eventually uh, can use. And obviously I would highly recommend magnesium breakthrough because I've been using it myself. And, uh, uh, there, there are so many other stories as well on, on, on the internet that people, athletes, everyone sharing their success stories, right, after using Magnesium Breakthrough. So I think, Wade, that's a, a huge compliment for you and your team as well because you, you put a beautiful product on the market that many people benefit from and that, that's eventually what it is about, right? Yeah, you know, we, we, we read our testimonials every Monday. We have a team meeting. Every Monday, we read the testimonials for the entire to the entire company, so they can everybody can hear the difference. And it's my favorite mm. part of our meetings because that's why we got into this. Uh, we got into this to make a difference in people's lives, to get the feedback from them. And one of the things that we always do too is, if something of our products don't work for someone, we just give them their money back. So mm. we de-risk it for people so they can test it and try it and experience it. And once they've experienced by Optimizer's products, by Optimizer's service, our company, our mission, our mandate, then they start to realize, okay, these things, these guys do things differently. Yeah, because you have a really uh, uh, very good re- return policy as well, right? And you can do that because there's almost no returns. Correct. Our, our return rate is now uh, sub 1.5%. And it's oftentimes it's just either there's a genetic variance that doesn't work for that person, or they actually pick the wrong product for what they need. And oftentimes we can help them. We just like, just send the old one back. We'll send you something else mm-hmm. or we'll refund your money, whichever you like. And that I think great companies do that because money's, you know, when people are putting their money, they're putting their trust in you. And if for any reason that doesn't work out, you want to you want to alleviate that and keep them in the game and keep them having a positive uh, attitude about the industry and to keep trying things so that they can optimize their health for their own individual genetics and lifestyle requirements. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to start wrapping this up, uh, Wade. And my last question for you is: uh, What's your vision with with bioptimizers? Where do you? Where do you want to go? What do you? What's your ultimate purpose when it comes to making the the world a healthier place? Well, when Matt and I started, we our goal was to take people from sick to superhuman to help humanity end physical suffering and activate what we called awesome health or biologically optimized health. And through that, I offer a course on my site called the Awesome Health System, 
And basically it's an 84 day course, which I give away for free, mm. which takes people through the sequential aspects of how do they induce a healthy lifestyle. If people never bought a product from me, I would just be happy if they took the course, because if they apply that course in their life, they will extend uh, their healthy life considerably. And that's important. And so the vision uh, continues down that road to this day. Um, we got a new book coming out next year with Hay House. Mm. Uh, I think we're going to end the dietary tribalism that's emerged using the latest science and how to figure out what's the right diet for the individual, as well as the right supplementation to offset the particular risks that might be unique to that person. So our goal is to be uh, is to unify the tribalism that's inside of the health community and to provide a clear and up-to-date scientific source for people to follow a system that will lead them to a long-term. Like I believe that we can get people to what I call a healthy to a hundred and beyond. Mm. What I mean by that, and I'll give you, if, if the average person's, you know, life expectancy is around 80 years. If you can offset for your risks, you can share genetics and you can, you know, perform lifestyle affirming processes, particular, you can probably extend your life a good 20 more years. More importantly, you can have a high quality of life. And that's even more important. So and and then with technology coming in over the next say fifty years because I'm fifty so I'm always looking at it from that perspective, <laughs> it may even be possible to extend another ten or twenty years even beyond that with the advent of technology that's going on. So I'm, I'm gunning for the Century Club. I'm halfway there, <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it turns out. And hopefully there'll be lots of people to come along the way with us. I hope so. Uh, I hope so too, Wade. I, uh, I really want to thank you for uh, sharing your, your wealth of knowledge uh, during this episode. Again, I think you, you're doing ama an amazing job with, with bio-optimizers. It's, it's a very fascinating story how you, uh, how you set it up together with Matt. I will put everything that we discussed in the show notes for the listeners. In the Netherlands, you can, you can purchase uh, bio-optimizers on live, uh, livehealthy.com. I will also um, link your books that you mentioned and even the, the, the Spectre Cell test was also very interesting. I, I, I really want to thank you for taking the time, uh, Wade. It's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a joy to have you on the show. It's been a joy. Thank you so much and uh, good luck with your own health journey. <laughs>